Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andy Arnott with Amy Wees. And we are talking insurance today with Ashlyn Hatton. Welcome, Ashlyn. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for being on today. So we are going to shoot from the hip. and uh, But first, what we like to do before we get started is uh, to get to know you a little bit more. So give us a, a little backstory. Um, you know, yeah. you know where you grew up. Uh, did you go to college? What was the craziest thing you did in college? Um, <laughs> you know, about that. <laughs> why not? Why not? It's not like we're streaming live or recording this. Hi. You could tell us. Yeah, so us. I grew up in a little town called Kokomo. Has nothing to do with the song. Um, <laughs> I love that song. Everybody, everybody started humming that song as soon as you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, 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 everybody knows I am the only one who gets to sing on this podcast, even though I am the worst. Well, you were just singing about poop, so Kokomo poop, like, yeah, All right. whatever. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, really grew up in the middle of a cornfield. There's cornfields in front of us, cornfields beside us, cornfields all around. Um, and in Indiana. Um, I did go to college. I went to college at IU for criminal justice. I thought I wanted to be an FBI agent to do financial crimes. But once I was like three years into my degree, I realized that computers don't talk back and it was really boring. Not um, yet. <laughs> I enjoyed what I was doing, but I sat at a computer all day and looked through financial records and it just wasn't my fit. So I um, was in banking at that time and was moving from the Chicagoland area to the Indianapolis area. And one of my friends said, hey, Liberty Mutual Insurance is hiring. You should go apply there. And I was like, I don't want to be a used car salesman. I'm not interested in selling insurance. But I took the interview just for, you know, giggles. And the guy said that this was a man's industry and that the men would outsell me every day. So I said, I'll take the job and I'll prove you wrong. So that's Challenge how I accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I can do something and I'm going to prove you wrong. So that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I was opening my own company and one of the e-com sellers came to me and said, hey, Amazon's changing these rules and supposedly I need some kind of insurance to sell online. Can you help me? And I kind of pushed him away a little bit because at the time, nobody knew what e-commerce insurance was or how to protect them or what they even needed. And I was like, it's just not worth my time. And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So I finally was able to find him a policy and he came back and he's like, hey, I have this Facebook group and we've got 15,000 followers on here. Can I post your information? And I was like, shit, yeah, now it's worth my time. <laughs> and I kind of just fell in love with your craziness. Um, you e-com sellers are absolutely ridiculous. You run on batteries. I don't know where you get your energy from. Um, but I fell in love with like the community with like things like this, doing free webinars for people to help grow their businesses. And that's kind of how I fell in love with you guys. And now I eat, sleep and breathe Amazon. I'm Googling Amazon stuff all day long. So it's just been, it's been a crazy, like this is my fourth, fifth year, fifth year with you guys now. So it's been great. I love it. 
Um, I don't know how to keep up with you guys, but it's been amazing. <laughs> so Ashlyn, you cussed. So now I have to put the expletive thing on the, on the oh. podcast thing. So no, you know, what's funny. The expletive thing goes on every podcast. Cause I hate to work. Oh, okay. No, I cuss all the time. Amy, Amy's, Amy's the only, you know, God-fearing person on the podcast who doesn't cuss and, you know, doesn't talk about their kids singing the poo song. You know, she's, she's much more straight-laced than I am. And Amy. <laughs> I try to keep it clean, you know, but oh. it's very hard. Hey, here. hey, I go, I go with the Gary V example. If Gary V could say the F word like 300 times on a one hour thing, then I can say, you know, you know, at least a couple times during my podcast. Gary does such a good job though of like showing love. I'm on Gary's um I'm on Gary's text list. Like he has a, a text list and he always sends like loving messages to his people. He's like Aww. he says things like, I love you, you're valuable. You know, he doesn't he doesn't really swear at us in the text group, but you know <laughs> yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, and that's good to know because now I'm not going to sign up for the, cause I only want the cussing. <laughs> he said, he said like on Thursday, we got my friends, darkness has the potential to be leading at halftime, but kindness always wins when the clock hits zero. Yeah. Yeah. Gary yeah, V. Send a text. He even yeah, sends like little videos ooh. and pictures. He looks like a, he looks like a creeper though. He looks like somebody staring in your window on, in that photo there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, I won't send you those kinds of creepy messages. Oh, bummer. <laughs> now, like, I think today go. in insurance, Ashlyn, that we are still struggling, you know, because we've gone from making sure that we have the necessary um, insurance policy and, and, you know, maybe we can get into that a little bit, but you know, we've had people doing insurance on the show before, and it's just so enlightening. The last time we had somebody um, on the show about insurance, I we went over what you need to have, and I went and double checked my policy, and I didn't have everything I needed to have, and so right. I went and got everything updated. But um, but what do you see in terms of you know before we get into scary insurance stories? What is that basic policy that people should have for e-commerce? So this is, if they're just doing fulfillment by Amazon, they don't have their own warehouse. If they're importing from China or India, right? What should their policy look like? The big thing that we've seen is there's an insurance carrier out there that's um, saying, hey, we've got a cheap policy. You can get it for $10 a month and blah, 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 blah. And they're hitting the advertising really, really hard. Well, when you look at their policy, their policy is only general liability. That is not going to cover the product liability that you have to have. Remember, you guys are selling products. You're putting products into the consumer's hands. You need product liability. So if you don't have a policy that has product liability, you are not covering your assets at all. So make sure you've got general liability and product liability on your policy. Those are the two basic things. And that's what's required by Amazon. It's in your terms of service that you have it. And there's been some confusion back and forth about having, do you have to have $10,000 in sales per month for three consecutive months and all of that kind of stuff. And the new policy states, if you are a pro seller, you need to have this policy. Does not have any anything about um, 
the $10,000 rule. It is a pro seller. So if you're a pro seller, you should have the, the insurance. If you don't have the insurance, you guys could, could get suspended if they decide to start asking for the, the uh, certificate. Of and so you mentioned the $10,000 rule. What is that? What, what are, are people saying that you should have $10,000 yeah, in sales? So they were saying back in the day that the um, rule was $10,000 in sales for three consecutive months, then the insurance was required. That is, that is not the new rule. So if, you sell- so if you're a pro seller, you need to have general and product liability insurance. Correct. And now let's associate the scary stories here because, you know, yeah, so I'm paying against my risk, <laughs> right? I'm paying for this policy to prevent <clears throat> my risk. Um, right. So what does that mean? Like what kind of things could happen if? Give us some right. examples. Yeah. So a lot of people say, well, I don't private label, so I don't need product liability insurance. Well, we went through a claim a couple of years ago and this gentleman bought something from a third party seller and it was shipped to his house. Well, he did not see the box that was placed in front of his door. He tripped over the box, broke his hip, broke his clavicle and decided to sue Amazon. He sued our third party seller and he sued, um, it was UPS or FedEx or whoever delivered it, I think it was UPS. So he listed everybody in the lawsuit. Well, that's not a general liability lawsuit. That's a product liability. He tripped over the product. So if they wouldn't have had product liability, they would have had to come out of pocket for that. Now it cost the carrier over $30,000 to defend the client from the lawsuit. So even though he had no, the third party seller, had no reason for this dude to be listed in the lawsuit, they still had to defend him. So if he didn't have that insurance, he would have had to hire the attorney himself and pay the $30,000 out of pocket to get his name dropped from the lawsuit. So even if you're not involved really in it, you still could be listed in a lawsuit and then you have to defend yourself from that lawsuit. And that's where the big cost comes from these, these types of claims is defending what you do as a seller. Yes, you're not liable for his clavicle and his hip, but you have to defend yourself from that. Got it. And so what does that look like when you have this policy, when you have a policy that covers general and product liability insurance? And let's say, you know, I was in that same lawsuit, I would call up my insurance provider and say, I have to be in court. I can, I need to hire a lawyer. Does my, am I covered? And how much am I covered? Right? Like that's like the insurance commercial. Am I covered? (laughs) So the big thing um, that you get with a broker is that that broker is on, works on your behalf for you. You would call your broker and say, Hey, this is what happened. Help me out. And we would be your liaison between you, you and your carrier. Now, we all know that insurance companies don't like to pay out. And so when you're in a lawsuit like this, you have the best darn attorneys ever to defend you from these lawsuits because the carrier doesn't want to have to pay a million dollar claim. They're going to fight tooth and nail to say, hey, Amy is not responsible for this. Drop our name from the lawsuit. So the other way around in this situation is it's great to have these attorneys who don't want to pay pay out for you. So they fight hard for you to get your name dropped from the lawsuit. Um, But the base policy to kind of answer that question is like, are you covered? The base policy is a million dollars. 
So if you get sued, you have up to a million dollars as your base policy. Now, if you're selling more, then we absolutely could add more coverage to that. I always say at least your sales or your sales times two. So you can always add additional coverage to your policy. Got it. That makes sense. You're a big so baller. You might need a little bit more than a million dollars. Or if you're selling like, something risky, you know, if you're selling baby items or food or topicals, um, those kinds of things that you're at higher risk for getting sued, then absolutely we need to add, look at adding more coverage to protect you. And, you know, I think, I think the biggest question is, you know, when people reach out to, I always tell people like, go get in, go to an insurance broker, ask, tell them about your business and find out because there's a difference, right? When we, and a lot of us are moving now from Amazon fulfillment to merchant fulfilled. A lot of us are moving to third party, um, to three PLs and our stuff is not only going to be at Amazon. And so we really, really, really need to know that we're covered outside of just Amazon's fulfillment centers and outside of our products, maybe coming from China and coming into the United States. Um, and that's, that's a, a hard thing. I think for a lot of people to switch over to is to really think about, okay, where are my products now and what am I doing? I mean, I know I have my own warehouse here in Texas and I have to have insurance coverage for that warehouse because if that warehouse burns down or my products get damaged, that's all my inventory. And here's a big thing. You just said, you know, you guys are moving to free PLs. I have over a hundred three PLs insured myself. Like we insure the three PL and they don't cover your products as you, as a consumer, putting your products in the three PL. So if you put your $50,000 worth of products in their three PL and that three PL burns down, you don't have any coverage. That $50,000 is gone. So the biggest thing that I say, if you're using a 3PL, ask your 3PL if they cover your products. And if they say yes, get it in writing, get a copy of the certificate of insurance to make sure that you have that coverage. Because I'm telling you, majority of them do not have the coverage. So if they don't have the coverage, then we add that to your policy. It's really inexpensive to cover those products. Um, even if it's not in a 3PL, it's in your basement. We have a lot of people like, oh, well, I have homeowner's insurance. My homeowners will cover that. It's not. Unless you can explain to your homeowner's insurance that you have 10,000 toothbrushes because you only brush your teeth one time with the toothbrush and you throw it away, they're going to know it's for a business and it's not covered. You've got to remember your business is business, your personal is personal, and those coverages don't overlap. So just the biggest thing is don't assume, ask the questions. Um, I'm here to give free advice. That's not, if you guys have questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook and say, Hey, Ashlyn, is this covered? And I'll give you an answer and not push for insurance. So, so I mean, I want you guys to make sure that you have the right answers, not some BS answer that some broker on the corner who thinks they know what they're doing and don't really know. I, I think so, you're going to push them to the train. You're going to, you're going to bribe them with the train, you know, get insurance I mean, with me and you can ride on the fun. train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. Ashlyn has her own insurance train. Tell everybody about your insurance train, Ashlyn. Yeah. So a couple months ago, I bought a train. It's 52 foot, 10 year old Italian train. Like one of those trains that you see at the, um, the zoo. I actually bought it from a zoo. 
Um, the South Dakota Zoo traded theirs in for a new one. And we now own the Haddon Express. <laughs> That's amazing. Like it's such creative it marketing. And so what do you use it for? Like, how do you, how do you use it for creative marketing of your business? Yeah. So right now we're using it more on the personal line side. We have about six neighborhoods right around the office. And we're taking it to the, um, the neighborhoods and giving free rides. Last month was National Talk Like a Pirate Day. And we all dressed up in pirate outfits. And I had like customized pirate patch, eye patches. And we played this like pirate theme music and just took kids around the neighborhoods and just trying to bring some smiles to the community because all this COVID stuff and politics and all of this negativity on tv we're just tired of it so we're out there just trying to get some smiles expensing toys i love it yes <laughs> yeah of course of course mr ideas. auditor we did need a train we right. absolutely needed the train it's a business I expense my CPA and i was like can i write this off and i was like 100 percent marketing i mean my kid's gonna ride on it but it's 100 percent marketing he's like yeah <laughs> oh amy there yes. you go amy there's how you that's how you can get your lambo just just plaster amazing at home all over the the lambo and then it's a write-off the whole thing there you go boom i just got rid of my car I, uh, that was my dream was to have a driver i never wanted to have to drive again so i just go. i sold my car i got rid of it and i no longer have a car nice so, <laughs> so now you have a driver yeah well you just you just uber you just uber <laughs> Do you just and Uber just everywhere? Uber. You don't yeah. have like a black hatted guy that tips his hat. No, but one day I will. One day <laughs> we'll have a black hatted guy in a Rolls Royce with amazing at home plastered across the. <laughs> there you right go. off. <laughs> so, um, you know, we had a question here, Ashlyn, about what if I'm a brand new seller and I've only sold a thousand dollars in sales. You know, I've just got a couple of products in my garage a policy is probably going to cost what half of that is it worth it what could go wrong <laughs> there's a lot that could go wrong but yes the biggest thing is again this if you get pulled into a lawsuit you're looking at 400 to 500 dollars an hour to hire an attorney it's just not worth it um as a new seller without doing private label, you're looking at like 450 to, you know, maybe $550 a year. Um, carriers do allow you to do monthly payments. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth doing as a new seller because that first item that you ship could be the one that the guy breaks, breaks his hip over. And we're seeing a lot more claims right now with COVID because desperate times call for desperate measures. And I think people are really hurting for money and what's the easiest way to get money is to sue somebody. So we are seeing an uptake in claims um, and a lot of more people are shopping online. So we think that, that that definitely has something to do with it too. So if we, you're asking if you should get a policy in the beginning, absolutely. It's, it's a headache that you don't have to worry about. If you get pulled into that lawsuit, you make a phone call and you, you don't have to stress about it. Um, these lawyers are really good at finding ways through. So even if you have an LLC, you could still pierce the corporate veil and lose everything. You could lose your house. You could lose your car. You could lose your 401k. You could lose everything over a stupid stuffed animal that you shipped. So 
it's worth it to get it from the very beginning. And you know, the other question that I get all the time about insurance is, Amy, how much do you pay? And it's like, for me, I look mm -hmm. at it as every policy is going to be different because again, Absolutely. I have a warehouse that I need to protect. I've got product in my own house that I need to protect. I have, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. But, um, but when it comes to um, cost for the average policy, can we give an average cost of what someone can expect to pay for like a general and product liability policy? It really depends. So like you said, it is definitely dependent on many factors, what you're selling, where you're sourcing from and what your sales are. So if, if you say, well, I only pay a thousand dollars a year and someone else is like, well, I pay $1,500 a year. Why is mine different? Unless you're selling the same thing, sourcing from the same place and you have the same sales, it's never going to be the same. Um, what we do at my agency is we do like a needs analysis. We ask the questions, where are you sourcing from? What are you sourcing? Where's your products? These kinds of questions. <clears throat> and we build a policy to protect your assets on what you're doing as an individual seller. Now you can always remove things from that policy, but at least you know that we're gonna give you the policy that's gonna protect what you're doing. If you're using an, um, a 3PL, we're gonna put the coverage on there for you. Um, and then you have to tell me, no, Ashlyn, I, I don't want that coverage. So we really try to build a policy to protect 100% of what you're doing as a, as a seller, as an online seller. I but think I look at it as, you know, <coughs> for example, when you're ordering a thousand units of something from <clears throat> China and you're paying a thousand dollars in shipping, which isn't abnormal, right? Usually shipping is more than a thousand dollars, right? Well, you're probably going to pay about that much for insurance to cover everything. And if you think I've got three or four products and, you know, 4,000 units and you divide that thousand dollars that you paid for your very first insurance policy by all of those 5,000 units. And you think about your level of protection against that. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's pennies. It really yeah, it's exactly. It's, makes no sense not right. to do it. Right. And that's yeah. why I always think of like, it's like when people start trying to skimp on their product photos or their, you know, like building a website and stuff like that. Yes. I'm all about starting up lean, but at the same time, some stuff you should invest in, right. And right. you should invest in your conversions and the way that your product looks. Cause that's going to sell, you know, that's going to help pay for everything else, but it's the same thing with insurance, right? Like I mean, you, when you really think about it, yeah, $1,000 or $1,500 is a lot to give up at one time for one payment, but what can that save you in the long run for just, just one of those products goes wrong, right. you being able to defend yourself in court, you know, all of that. So the other thing, you know, um, uh, uh, Vanessa's here <laughs> in the audience, and um, we were talking about the other day about patent, um, about patented products and like, Pay, your insurance paying to protect you in court if somebody um, infringes on your patent. Um, yeah, what do you know about that? Do you- So it's a different you, policy that's not gonna be covered under your normal like general liability policy. Um, but there, there is insurance out there to cover those types of things, but it's not typical on your just your normal general liability. 
So it's more, I think it's under like your biz, it's like more of a business policy, right? Where you're, um, you've, you're paying for some legal protections on your intellectual property. So it's an intellectual property coverage. So it's an, it's totally separate policy for IP. Okay. Well, that's good to know that there's, cause I think there's probably a lot of private label sellers that have IP and, you know, they really highly value that IP and they also know that they may end up in court ending up having to defend it. So that might be something that people are wanting to reach out about because it's probably not covered in their um, general or product liability policy. Right. So what is covered from a legal perspective? So you said if if the product fails, right? If, if the customer's suing me over the product or over tripping over the product, um, <laughs> then my product insurance covers me to be able to defend that, right? But right. So your general liability is going to cover what you do or say. The product liability is going to cover that product. So um, let's say I um, sell this pen and I say this pen is going to make you look 10 pounds thinner just by holding it in your hand. And I come back and say, no, this isn't, doesn't make me look 10 pounds thinner, and I sue you. That's general liability. That's what you do or say as business. Now, if I take this pen and I jab it in my eye and now I say that I'm blind and I can't see for the rest of my life, that's product liability. So Got it. general, what your products do to harm someone else's product liability. So I was telling Amy earlier that we have a new claim and I hate to smile about it because it is very serious, but I live on claims just because I like to show that what you guys are buying actually protects you. Um, one of our clients is selling one of those pole bar things. So you like put the pole bar in the middle of your door and you like screw it in and then you do like pull up. Yes, I have one of those. There's no way in heck I can ever pull myself up, but you get what I'm saying. Well, supposedly, the person didn't install it correctly and it came down and um, damaged this, this seller and he's suing for like $2 million. So we're going through that whole process now and the carrier is defending our client um, and trying to prove that this person who bought it installed it incorrectly and that it's not our client's fault. So that's what your policy pays for is say, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. I gave you the instructions. I gave you the warning label. I told you how to install it. I gave you a video on how to install it and you didn't do it right. Go away. So that's what your policy pays for. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.